I really like that with Beach Spring. You should hear it with the original. <laughs> original, no. Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. No. Like there's 13 A's in a row. It's really pretty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tell you. That's good enough. That's good. You get the idea. Okay. So um, I, I had this lovely sermon planned for uh, for today, and um, it, I hope we're going to get there. But I'm going to invite you down a rabbit hole first for a while, and hopefully we're going to come out the rabbit hole on the other side. Uh, but some events happened this week that really tied in very much to this to this scripture. Um, how many of you, when you grew up, looked at some of these about the, the, the casting out of demons and you felt just a little like, eh, how many of you felt just, you know, have you ever had anything like that happen? Okay. And I would read these stories when I, would, when I was growing up and I, I just, I couldn't relate to them. You know, I just had a hard time envisioning what this was about, and I got older, and then it was like, well, this person had schizophrenic, this person uh, uh, had seizures, this person had this, and I was like, okay. Um, and then you get into other experiences where there's true darkness in the world, and if you haven't seen what's happening overseas and sometimes in our own midst, you're not paying attention. And and you have to look at it more seriously. And I've done house blessings, and I've blessed businesses, and I've blessed restaurants and whatnot, and it's really very lovely. Uh, the first house blessing I did, I walked into the house, and I, and I blessed the house. I used my holy oil, and, um, and you know, you, you, you might light a candle, you say a prayer, and, and you invite, you know, God's Spirit to be in the house, and it's very, very lovely. And, and I was invited by a friend to do a bit, I've done two businesses where the energy was really kind of, mm, not good. And then uh, I used sage. Uh, the Native American sage, and I use, uh, I use drum, I use candles, again, holy oil, prayers, all that other good stuff. I got a call this last week from a friend who had bought a house. And he said, we moved into this house, it was really cheap. It was a great house. Um, I think there's something going on in my son's room He's gotten sick. He's been in the hospital. They can't diagnose what's going on. The father died in the house, went to the hospital, was in the house, hit his head, died in the hospital. The, the, the wife did something weird in the, my, my son's room, and the windows were boarded up. It was all dark. And uh, I'm leaving tomorrow uh, um, on a trip. I'm leaving and my family's freaked out about being in a house without me. And, and he showed me a video of his dog who was very calm and, and, and freaking out in, in his son's room. I said, I'll be over there this afternoon. So I walked into the garage of the house. I didn't even go through the front door. I walked to the garage because that's where the man worked. And it was like I had just walked. Uh, I don't know if any of you are divers, but if you go down 33 feet, you're at... You're at you know, one at, you're at one atmosphere at sea level, you're at two atmospheres at 33 feet, you're at three atmospheres at 66 feet. It was like going down four atmospheres, walking into the garage. And it was, I mean, I could hardly breathe. And so I walked around the, the, the bottom part of the house, and then at every step I walked upstairs was just, it just got worse. And, and the center of it was in the boys' um, bedroom and I will and, and after walking it I mean you don't want to tell somebody the house you just bought 
you know, how do you do that? I was like, well, the master bathroom, the energy's not bad. <laughs> if everybody just kind of hangs out in a master bath, you're, you're all right. And so, you know, I, I prepared myself, and, I, and I, I used so much sage, it set off the smoke detectors all over through the house. Um, you know, this house needed saging, and, you know, and drummed, and, and the prayers, and everything, and, and long and short, took me three times through that house. When I was done, the energy was neutral, which is what you want in a house, because you fill the house with your own love. And if someone would have told me when I got out of seminary about this kind of experience, I'd have said, no, no, until you live it. And what was interesting was when I was walking through the upstairs house, what came out of my mouth the whole time, and this was not something I planned on saying, was get out. Si you know, Jesus says be silent and get out. And it was just get out, get out, get out. So the happy news is when I left and I blessed the son and, 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 his, and his daughter, you know, two, two kids, uh, the, energy is, the energy is fine in the house now. This is not a story about me. This is a story about somebody who felt incredibly uncomfortable years ago doing what I did on Friday because it needed to be done. And we are all told in Scripture by Jesus, the works I have done, you will do the same and even greater than me. How many of you ever believe that? Good. We got one person, one brave soul who raised their hand. And I'm not saying what I did was great, but the thing is, is that I often don't even try. How many of us know that there's something we're supposed to do and we don't even try because it doesn't make sense in our minds? Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Yeah, I mean... People, I mean, I, one of the businesses I did, and, and, and the guy said, oh, my God, it feels so much better here. Thank you. What did you do, and how, how does that work? It's like, I don't know how it works. <laughs> if I knew how it works, I'd write a book, and I'd make a lot of money, and, you know, th that would be awesome. I have no idea how this works. But the thing is that sometimes we're smart, or we're quote-unquote smart people, do something that works simply because we don't know why it works. And if we don't know why it works, then it can't work. Right? How many of you pray? Okay. Why does prayer work? Well, because God answers prayers. Thanks. That's helpful. Why does that work? I don't really know. I really don't know, but I do know it works. And I know that hospitals and some for-profit hospitals have chaplains on staff because Patients move out of hospitals quicker when there are chaplains visiting them. It's just they can, they can document it. And these are scientists making these decisions. These are businessmen making these decisions. I don't know why it works, but it does. When you have voices in your mind, and you know what I'm talking about, if you had parents... If you had a sister, if you had a brother, if you had Mrs. Six as a teacher, she was a terrorist. She's on the watch list right now, and she was my kindergarten teacher. I'm still scarred by this woman. 
If you had Mrs. Six as a teacher, you have got tapes in your mind. And they're telling you you're no good or you should stand in line or you didn't color inside the edges and all you know the words. And do we have the courage to say, get out? Do we have the courage to say, get out of my head? And how many times are you, and this, this happens to me all the time. You know, when I was growing up, I loved my dad. But there was one thing that I was not going to do when I grew up, and it was going to be what? I wasn't going to be like my dad. Well, guess what? I have become my father. You know, and I love my father, and I, I hope I'm the best of my father. But there are times when there are, my, there are things about my father that, you know what? He could have changed and not have been all right with that. And I'm in a conversation with my wife, and suddenly, I, or my son, and this is even worse when it's my son, because... Yeah, it's like I would never do this to my kid. And I see the words leaving the station. The train has left the station. And I'm watching them leave the station. And I'm like, I should stop these words now. Do I? No. The, the train has got to leave the station. And afterwards, I'm, I'm, I'm big enough to go back and say, look, this is really not your stuff. This is my stuff. <laughs> I'm working this out with my dad. I apologize. I just laid this on you. And, you know, and he's, he's, he's a good guy. He's a better man than me, thank God. And uh, you know, we move on from that. But sometimes we just need to say, get out. Or let's say you're in a conversation and somebody goes, where they shouldn't go. And we've all been in conversations where somebody starts going where they shouldn't go. And one time, this I'm sorry, this poor lady, she said, I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but, and I put up my hand and I said, if you shouldn't be telling me it, don't. And she looked at me like, are you crazy? This is the good stuff. And we've all, I don't know if you've seen Steel Magnolias, but the Olympia Dukakis character says, if you don't have anything nice to say about anybody, come sit by me. <laughs> you know? And, and those people are, are fun to sit with for a while, but then after a while, it's like, stop. Stop. Do we have the courage to say whatever those demons are, whatever those voices are, whatever those things are, do we have the courage to say, that's enough. Let's talk about something else. I watched um, uh, it was a very fascinating experience for me. I was invited to uh, a kind of a revival, and it kind of weirded me out. Um, but it was really it was it was a totally it was outside of my comfort zone to be sure but it was outside my realm of experience of the kind of revival that was happening. And one guy stood up and he started saying some stuff and I just, I just cringed. And it was conservative Christian stuff and the other guy on stage said, in the name of Jesus, be silent. Shut him down like that. And I was like, 
And it out, the words didn't sound all that different than the other stuff I was hearing on stage. But somebody up on that stage said, uh-uh, that's not right. The spirit that this is coming from, this ain't right. In the name of Jesus, be silent. Do we have that courage? Whether it's in the name of Jesus, it's in the name of compassion, it's in the name of whatever, do we have the courage at times when somebody is just, the, and there are voices of chaos that are around us, do we just have the courage sometimes to say, enough? enough i think in our world today if we had the courage sometimes we're so nice to people we just let them go on or we just leave mary was uh my wife mary was a pastor at port orchard washington and she had a member of her church she served there for a few years while we were up north and she had a member of her congregation that had been kicked out of every service organization in town this man was not a nice man he was not a nice man he was a mean-spirited guy and the rotary had kicked him out and the elks had kicked him out and kiwanis had kicked him out and the moose lodge had kicked him out <laughs> when you get kicked out of the moose lodge you know, I'm sorry if you're moose, I'm, I apologize if anybody's great-grandfather was in the moose and it's dear, near dear to your heart. But he was kicked out of every organization and, and pretty much and most, he, he, he flitted between churches and he actually voluntarily left the other churches and the Methodist church was the only church left. And so he was there and after a while they had, why do we allow somebody to be so horrible when we know it's wrong because Christians are supposed to be nice. Don't we have the sense of the Moose Lodge? You know? Really. I mean, let's sit in the bar, you know. And sometimes as Christians, we think, oh, Jesus was so nice. He was, but he didn't have a problem saying, it's time to be quiet. And sometimes we use that against people who we simply don't agree with. So we have to be careful. But I want to invite you out of your comfort zone. When I walked into the house on Friday, it was like, wow. I can't do business as usual here. I can't do it. This house is really, it's hurting their son. It's scaring their family. He's talking about moving from a house they just moved into. It's like, you don't have to do that. I mean, I've learned I have abilities to do certain things. I don't have abilities to do other things, but this I can do. But I would never know that unless I tried. I would never know that unless I took a step and actually followed what Jesus said. And when worse comes to worse, and you follow Jesus' actual advice, Worse things can happen. So I invite you, when you hear those tapes in your mind, don't just go with the tapes. When you're in a conversation with someone who is spewing poison, don't just walk away. Just say, enough. Enough.
we need to raise the discord. We need to invite healing. And knowing when to do that is hard to know. And that is when you need to pray. Is this a time that's called for a word? Or is this just, there's nothing you can do? But until you try, you really don't know. You really don't know. So I invite us out of our comfort level. Miss Karen went out of her comfort level last Sunday and said a little word about, you know what, we need to be all in, we need to be nice. We need to be all in, we need to be nice. Comfort level of Sherm sitting here, and I'm so glad. I didn't, I'm sorry we missed the prayers of the people because I'm so glad to have you back, and I pray that your, your leg is doing better. Yeah, it's about time. Prayers for um, Ann Wood, Michael, who's caring for her needs one day off a week where he, so he can keep his sanity. So if we can get some people to spend maybe an hour here or there, one day a week, Ann Polkenhart, uh, excuse me, Ann Wood, and Polkenhart probably needs that too. Um, <laughs> I mean, living with Don, I mean, come on. I mean, the man is a menace. Fifty-four years have you been living or with together? All right, we have, for that, we have to sing happy anniversary. No, we're going to do it right now, and we're going to sing God loves you. So happy anniversary, God loves you. So. Happy anniversary to you, happy anniversary to you, happy anniversary, God loves you, happy anniversary to you. My goal is to do one nice thing every day, I've just done it, don't expect anything else. All right. So let's be a people of courage. Let's be a people of vision. And sometimes when you feel that little little push in the back, a little needling that you're supposed to do something, supposed to say something, take a risk. Tell yourself, I don't have to think that way. I don't have to live that way. I don't have to listen to that. I can help and make the world a better place. Amen.